Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to Worlds Collide. I'm Zan from Wrestling With Cards. And I'm Tony from WrestlingTradingCards.com. And we've got a super special guest today, co-founder, COO of Starstock, Mike Kuchera. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Happy to have you on. We've got some uh, big timers coming into wrestling cards now. So uh, go ahead and just give us a brief backstory how you got into the hobby. Uh, How I got into the hobby? Um... I am your typical 40-year-old guy who grew up in the 80s collecting cards uh, with my dad um, and um, was addicted, you know, typical 80s to early, mid-90s. I think I probably stopped around 93 Tops Jeter. And then uh, after that, it's high school and college and like everybody else kind of kind of lost it a little bit, but still kept in touch, kept all my stuff from when I was a kid. Um and then kind of picked it up again a couple of years ago, actually about two years ago. Um, and I was working on another project on another app called uh, Flick, the Flick Chat. And um, as we were working on that, uh, we had got some sports card groups that were just kicking up and started their own chat groups on there. And so I had gotten really involved in one of them. And I was like, man, I want to go back and go back and get all the old cards that I had. Um, you know, I was really into PSA graded cards. and so I started a Don Mattingly collection nice. and it kind of just kicked off from there. And I was like, you know, I, I, you know, now that I'm older, I'm making some money now. Like I'm going to go buy some Mickey Mantles, realize how expensive they were. Um, <laughs> so I decided <laughs> I'm going to start a PSA one Mickey Mantle collection nice. um, and try to get one of each. And then I just, you know, as I'm going back and forth on eBay and like, you know, just some of the trying to find ways and think of ways of like I I couldn't really believe how like full of friction eBay is or was especially a couple years ago um and so uh, we're talking in the office one day it was actually almost exactly two years ago it was right before the national in 2019 and was talking to who's now one of my co-founders name is Nigel Eccles uh who's a um former uh CEO and co-founder of FanDuel and we had worked together at FanDuel and so we're talking about cars he's like he's like you got to go to the national uh and go do some recon there and i was like all right and you know went and that's it um we recruited scott greenberg our ceo um and who's done a great job fantastic job of um you know helping us build the company up and to where it is now and that's kind of the that's kind of where it's at now so now i'm you know knee deep and neck deep and cards and boxes and stuff in my house <laughs> more so than yep. I ever thought would happen two years ago. Um, just completely addicted to the whole, the whole thing. Well, the big uh, question maybe, is, are you having fun doing it? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, you know, I've given up like watching TV <laughs> on yeah. my free time or like, you know, once the kids are in bed, um, you know, I'm downstairs like sorting through this stuff now and uh, more so now, you know, spending most of my time working on Starstock, obviously, but uh, when I have the extra time here, 
um like i'm i'm laying in bed on ebay every night going through the latest nice. sales and you know doing the whole thing like everybody's doing so um yeah it's pretty much that's pretty much adjust so i am i've been a avid user of starstock since you guys pretty much launched the platform there's probably a lot of people that are listening to this or watching this that are not even familiar with the term starstock so if you, yeah, Tony, <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> so if you could give just a brief crash course about what your platform is and what you offer to people. And one thing I really want to emphasize is you said the friction that eBay causes when selling. And that's one huge thing that I've seen with Starstock that you don't have to mess with on eBay. Yeah. So I think, the, I think the high level for, for Starstock is we wanted to create a primary place for people to enjoy the hobby and be able to buy sports cards, All right? So uh, a couple of years, when we first thought about this two years ago, like you could go to Walmart and Target to go pick up cards. You can, you could buy an eBay. Uh, you can go to some of those big, you know, websites that, you know, that have um, sealed wax and whatnot. But other than that, it, these other companies hadn't popped up yet, right? And so there, you know, the only other way to get cards is to go to a local card shop, which they were still kind of dying out even a couple of years ago before right. so even starting back up again. And so it, it was just weird to us that like, you know, Tops and Panini kind of, they, they make the cards and then they distribute it out everywhere. And it really depends on the distributors and whether or not people can go out and actually find these cards or not. Um, and we thought that was crazy. So um, that was the start of it. And then, you know, just like, we wanted, just wanted to take out the, uh, the idea that like, you don't have to deal with a seller or a buyer specifically on ebay right you don't have to worry right. that the card that you got wasn't the card in the picture or it shows up in the mail damaged or you're you're shipping out a ton of cards and you got to wrap them all up and do all the labels and get a label maker and go to the post office and do all that stuff um and then on top of that pay like what 15 percent or something but by, mm -hmm. by the time you get your money at the end um and so that was kind of the, the beginning of it and then uh, we were really into the idea of building like a stock market for players. We want to find a way to be able to invest in an athlete um, in, in, in a legal way, of course. And so we thought as a version one of Starstock would be to create uh, this marketplace um, where the fees would be really low and we would do all the work for you. All you got to do is send your cards into us as a seller um, and put prices on them and you know, it's 5%, pretty simple. Um, and, you know, if you're a buyer, we digitally, um, you know, um, uh, what's the word, uh, coordinate your cards online in your account. Um, and you can decide to click of a button if you want to ship them home or if you just want to flip them and resell them uh, and pop a price on it, real simple and easy. So if you think about like, you know, you're at a bar or you're in the airport or whatever, and you're watching a game and you know, you, you bought a bunch of Trey Young cards and he pops off one night, you know, and you go to purchase some cards, like you got to wait two weeks <laughs> before you get them in the mail. And by that time, you might be out of the playoffs, right? But right. here, you could you could buy them and put them up for a new price. And then the next night he goes off again and you're flipping your card. So um, that was sort of the, the idea of Starstock version 1.0, still kind of where we're at now. Um, and it's going really well. Uh, we launched last year around May um, officially, and um, it's it's been it's it's been a blast. Like you know, hasn't can't really uh, say much more than that. Like it's just it's been great so far. 
Uh, Tony, I'll actually ask you a question since you're new to Starstock, but how you have been somebody that said from day one, cards are the stock market. So based on based Dan, Dan on thirty five years, I've been saying that. I've heard you say it on the podcast too. So. Yeah, so so based on what Mike is telling you, what do you think of Starstock as a platform? This is like a dream come true for me. <laughs> it really is. It's like uh, it's like it's nice to see someone kind of taking or a group of people taking what I've been preaching for decades and turning around and, and make it into a reality. Like you know, I just feel like I should be watching like you know, starstock.com. It's like that little ticker going across the ticker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get watching, see all my stuff yeah. like, Oh, you know, Hey, Hulk Hogan's going up. He's going down, whatever. It's like, I just kind of, it's cool to see that. I, I love it. The concept is awesome to me. Yeah. The ticker is high up on my priority list, by the way. So <laughs> there you go, Tony, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get a ticker at some point. That'd be awesome. For sure. <laughs> One thing I really love about Starstock, and it's just because I've used it so much that I can say pros and cons Customer service has been outstanding. Uh, I've not really had any issues, but just some things here and there. Like I had some cards I sent in that needed to be sent back because they didn't qualify. They were back at my house in a matter of days with no issues. Um, the ingestion fees are cheap. The ingestion time, I've never had any issue with. It's always been on time. And just ease of use. I mean, there's been things on there that I've been able to purchase for PC purposes that I can then have sent home. And a lot of that actually ends up being cheaper than it is on eBay which is interesting. And then there are other things you can just buy and flip. So Mike, it's like you said, it's just kind of like a one-stop shop for everything you want to do with trading cards. Obviously we're here to talk about wrestling. We're going to get back into wrestling and star stock in a minute, but you talked to me and you messaged me about how me and Tony kind of helped to get you back into wrestling cards. I got to hear this story. It's true. It's oh, true. I hear yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I have like an hour and a half ride to work one way <laughs> um, in the morning. So I'm loading up on every sports card podcast um, every morning, just kind of scanning through and keeping up with things and whatnot. Um, and I, uh, Zan, I caught your podcast uh, a couple weeks ago. And I just, the way you, the way you put your content out there is it makes, it makes it super easy to kind of consume. Um, no offense, but I listen to you guys on 2X. <laughs> no no i i listen to all podcasts on 1.5x so i get yeah. it i'm a i'm a 2xer so um but like i'm able to get through it like you know you guys got good stuff you know t- tony you as well so by listening to zan and you know and then i stumbled onto this podcast and you guys and tony and uh looking at your website tony the other day i was uh just going through some of the checklists and i'm thinking to myself like I really wanted to, I started a, a Hulk Hogan collection in the beginning too. So it was like Don Mattingly, Mickey Mantle, Jeter, PSA 10s that I can get my hands on and uh, PSA 1 Mantles and Hulk Hogan PSA 10s. That's where I started. Um, That's a good group so, of people to collect. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, <laughs> like I'm not going to, I don't, I'm one of those, I don't like going out and collecting the new guys. Like I'm not going out there and buying $2,000 Luka Doncic cards. So I, I, I'm happy like with these guys, <laughs> but um i want I, I really like the oddball wrestling stuff and so when i started i was listening to you guys i started i binged both of your your guys podcasts for a little while um and which i could do in like one or two car rides and then um <laughs> um that's what happened so then i then i'm on, you know i'm on ebay late at night and i'm buying like um some just some like random like hulk hogan you know i'm, I'm still i'm hulk hogan macho man ultimate warrior kind of guy so like um here i'm just trying to like pull stuff out i found like weird stuff like some guy selling these can you see those 
Oh yeah, those, oh, yeah. Are, those are stamps. Uh, yeah. In 95, right? 94 stamps. Something like that. 93. Right? So like, yeah, like I'm gonna send these to PSA when they yeah, come back to Earth. I got a bunch uh, of those sitting <laughs> behind, I, I got a bunch of those sitting behind me. I'll take them if you don't want them. <laughs> and then like these ones, these like the Euro Flash or something. Oh yeah, yeah. those Euro Flash are cool. Yeah. yeah, 91 Euro Flashes are cool. And then I bought a, then I had a bunch of, I had a guy send me a bunch of packs of these Merlins. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. Which I got absolutely nothing on. So uh, shout out to people who buy packs. Don't buy these in packs. <laughs> anyway, buy the box if you can find them. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so like just finding stuff like that. So like I'm really into um, stickers also just in, in different sports too i think i think the sticker game is like super undervalued like nobody's buying stickers yeah uh, i agree and maybe nobody maybe nobody ever will i don't know but just wrestling um, well, i don't you know. know we we had a rock uh what 97 rock panini yep. sticker site sold for thirty three thousand. i mean i gotta find one of those um <laughs> but yeah like uh old vintage soccer um junk wax baseball stickers like the stuff's so cheap out there and you know when you're looking you're, you're trying to find stuff undervalued on ebay or whatever um that that's kind of where i'm living so you, but you guys like you know you guys got me back in more into the wrestling side of it i want to uh, been buying up some like whatever hulk hogan cards i can find i don't even care the condition of them you know i'll take them and put them in my pc and get them graded and just have them stacked up or are you looking you for know. more uh vintage stuff like pre wcw days uh i'm i'm more like into I mean, I'm straight up Hulk Hogan, Warrior, Macho Man, Rock, and Stone Cold. So, like, okay. and maybe Undertaker. Like, I'm in there. I'm in that range. So, like the, like I said, like mid '90s to '80s to mid '90s, right? Okay. So I got a bunch of. So I, don't know, I just had stuff in front of me here, but I got a bunch of these. Nice. <laughs> this is my. Yeah, this, you can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with it. And isn't he coming out with like a, a documentary? And yeah, there's a movie yep. coming out about him. Yeah. Actually, like, can't it's go wrong. Netflix there, right? documentary, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's like that, and then these. Oh, yeah, <laughs> classics. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's where I'm at. So, um, I got a couple of cases of that classic set, just sitting, waiting for a rainy day. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so it. now you guys are now. I'm like, I stopped looking at other stuff because you guys now. I'm just like, I'm straight on wrestling stuff right now. For yes. Yeah. Finally. Week, so. so thank you. Nice. Yeah, I got I got so many questions, Tony. If you got questions, Go just ahead. feel Go free it, to Go jump in. But um, like, so what is it that got you back into wrestling from a card perspective? Because me and Tony have been doing well, and you know others have been doing this for a while now, and we've been the you know redheaded stepchild, so to speak, in the hobby. Nobody wants to deal with us. So, yeah. <laughs> but wrestling has the best trading card community. And it's the, they're the most fun cards of anything you can collect, in my opinion. So, like, where, what is the driving factor for you in collecting these? So, I, ha- I have a pretty deep background in, in wrestling. One is, I, I grew up in the 80s, so I grew up with Hulkamania. It was, like, my favorite thing. It was, like, the Yankees, Hulkamania, and, like, the A-team and the Dukes of Hazzard. That's what I <laughs> That was my first 10 years of my life. Um, and so... Uh, I watched WrestleMania one on my uncle's illegal cable box. <laughs> um, shout out to everybody, to the old guys watching the Playboy channel through the fuzzies. Um, I think I just saw a boob. <laughs> Tony, Tony knows what I'm talking about. Um, 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, but yeah, it's like, it's, so it's that. And then like, I, I like, I didn't, I didn't have wrestling cards when I was a kid, but I have the, I still have the rubber, the, the big rubber figures. Oh, the LJN from, like, figures. Yeah. Yeah. The big thick ones. Like my mm-hmm. son has them. Now. I give them to him. He's, they were, they were wrecked already, but like, I let him wreck them. But like, I got a whole cabinet full of like Hulk Hogan stuff. And like, I have a wrestling buddy um, and like a towel somewhere still. So like, I'm just. <laughs> I'm super nostalgic about all this stuff. He's, wear, he's um, wearing his WrestleMania one underoos right now. I bet too. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. So, so it's that. Um, when I was in, when I was in college, um, I majored in sport management. I was one of the, I was there was maybe five or six schools in the whole country had sport management when I when I took it was like 1997, and I ended up doing uh, my senior year doing an internship at the WWE. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Which is like yeah, it was like 2000 three if you try and do the math there i took like a year and a half off in between um so 2003 i I got an internship there um and it was great it was probably one of the best working experiences of my life super hard um but i learned probably a lot of the way that i work personally is probably from that job in particular (laughs) um and so it was kind of like that brought me back into because it was right after the attitude era and like when i was in college um, we were like 15 deep in a dorm room on a 13 inch TV trying to watch raw, and, you know, nice don't cold rock the corporation days and all that. Like, that's when like everyone was watching wrestling. Right. Um, and so it was that, and then getting the internship. Um, and then, um, you know, I moved on after that. And then once I, once I started having kids, um, you know, I have a seven year old son and like, he gets all crazy. We watch some of the old WrestleManias. We were watching it on a WWE network before they shut it down. But um and so he's got my wrestling figures he's like i got him he's got wrestling cards in his room and stuff like that and uh so it's just like that combined with my uh just general i'm crazy with nostalgia that mm-hmm. this is this is where we are <laughs> so that's another question does your does your son is he i guess is he gravitated to and understand the importance of the vintage stars because i think the common perception is that younger kids now aren't going to know who Hulk Hogan is in 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, he, um, I, I guess the answer is no, <laughs> but he, you know, he knows like he, he obviously, he likes Hulk Hogan. We listen to like real American on the way to his baseball game and stuff like that, <laughs> like pumping up in the car. Amazing. <laughs> I got my, my daughter's into it when she goes to her soccer game. My daughter's eight. Um, my older daughters, I got three kids. So um, yeah, we get pumped up in the car to, to real American for sure. And then, you know, he knows like who Macho Man is and the Ultimate Warrior and stuff like that. Um, but he hasn't developed like a, you know, we, we don't get to watch that much. I mean, the WWE Network's gone. So, um, and he's not watching the, he's not watching Raw right now. Um, so, you know. So, so they're not experienced with any new product. They're all living through vintage stuff because of dad. They're going to live through vintage through me. So like over time, we'll watch all the WrestleManias, I'm sure. And then I'll introduce them to like, you know, the old Raw monday night yeah <laughs> monday night wars and all that as soon as they hit their teenage years you can introduce yeah. them to some of those touchy <laughs> subjects yeah i'll kind of like you guys like the new stuff 
it like I'm not gonna sit there and watch it for three hours. I might you know scan some highlights on a Tuesday or something just to mm-hmm. kind of keep my mind you know up to date on it. But I'm not sitting there watching a full Raw or SmackDown these days. Yeah. Um, if they even if they're even separate anymore. But um, I don't know. That's done. If I answer your question or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've just. I like. I just like to get the perspective of people who uh, are not living in the wrestling bubble like we seem to be sometimes. So yeah. that and another thing that I want to talk about, Tony's like, as soon as I say this, he's going to be like, "Oh, here he is again, asking the same question." Oh no! You talk. You talk about Mickey Mantle. You talk about Mattingly, and you talk about Hogan. All you know, right? Yeah. Right there on the same level. So why do you think that more people in just the general sports card field? are not viewing wrestling along the same lines as these guys. Obviously you do. And there's other people that do, but you know, we've got all these people out here on these major platforms that want to talk about all these ancillary sports, but nobody wants to talk about wrestling. Me and Tony are trying to crack the code on this. Yeah. uh, I'd say for one, like I know for me, I'm really into um, I'm, I'm probably half and half. I'm probably like three quarters of like a, a third each of a flipper, a collector, and an investor. Okay. And so I look at wrestling, like I loved Hulk Hogan. So I'm going to go out and buy some Hulk Hogan cards. Like I got to watch Hulkamania. So like outside of guys our age, um, it's, you know, it, you're not going to find a 20 year old flipper kid who's going to be like super into these maybe as much as us because we watched it. They didn't. Right. Sure. Um, you know, maybe they might be into the newer stuff. I don't know. But um, there's that like, when I'm looking for, like, I'm addicted to trying to find undervalued stuff in eBay or on other sites and being able to, you know, in, either in, to invest or to flip, right? Or to like invest, add to my collection and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's, there's a lot of opportunity in wrestling. If you know, like Hulk Hogan's a goat. <laughs> no yeah. yeah. How you, I mean, it's, right? it's like, the Babe Ruth of wrestling right there. I mean, really. Right. But like, you know, so is the ultimate warrior. If you got to watch that guy wrestle yeah. for a little while, like, despite all the stuff that he had going on in his life or whatever. But like when he was in the ring, like shit, like that was crazy. And then, yeah. um, you know, same thing, Macho Man, like, you know, I think just people these days just don't realize how big those guys were if you didn't grow up watching that stuff. And so, you know, if you have a chance, if people have a chance to go back and like watch some of those old, some of those old Summer Slams, like from the early 90s and some of those WrestleManias, like, you know, I don't know. But I, but I think for me personally, I think that I'm a little different in that perspective. I think that people actually do know who those people are. It's not like they don't know who they are. I don't remember. Yeah, them. because no, I, 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 I wasn't around when Ty Cobb played. I know who he is. Sure. I wasn't sure. around when, you know, Lou Gehrig played, but uh, you know, yeah. I know who he is. And I think that if you're a fan of that particular sport or that, you know, that industry, you still know, you're going to know who Hulk Hogan is. You're going to know who Andre the Giant is. You're going to know who, you know, Flair, you're going to know who these people are. You just know who they yeah. are. Yeah, it's just, I think for me, I think that wrestling doesn't get the looks that other sports get is because the dollar signs aren't as big as they are in other sports. Sure. I think the profit margins are just as great. Yeah, They're just I, because when you're talking a dollar card as opposed to a hundred dollar card going for now a hundred dollars as opposed to a thousand dollars, the profit margin is still the same. It just doesn't sure. have as many zeros as basketball does or <laughs> baseball does. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's that. I think you also have like, if you include soccer, you got five other sports in front of it that's just more popular. And F1, card-wise, yeah. But like, yeah, like I look at wrestling as being bigger than F1 and 
like whoever thought of F1 cards until the, whatever that box that just came out recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, UFC with their stuff that just came out, but like wrestling's bigger than that, I think. Um, you know, it's one reason why we edit it to Star Sock. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, like, you know. Were you the driving I, force for adding it to Star Stock? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Christina Star Stock. She's always asking me if I got any new Hulk Hogan cards today. Um, nice. <laughs> but yeah, like, we just decided that, you know, let's be real. Like we're, we're in a bit of a, a, a downturn in the hobby overall. Sure. And so we're just looking for other ways to just keep the train moving. Um, and it was just a good time to be able to kind of open up the playbook a little bit and add more sports. And, you know, we're always, when we, when we're adding stuff there, we're always thinking about like, how can we have that kind of real time fantasy stock markety kind of feel and you could do that with wrestling because they're on every week. The stars are out there. Um, they're, you know, pay-per-views are still happening, whatever. It's like, you know, so we can, we can still build around that, especially with the newer stuff. And you're getting, um, and you're getting cross appeal too, because you're getting a lot of talent now who are going into mainstream doing TV shows and movies and things like that. Yep. So, yep. well, and yep. I'll also throw in cross appeal. You've got wrestling up at the top tab with all the other sports. Yeah. Yep. So like, we're going to, I mean, my part of my goal is when I, you know, reach out to you guys, like I want to, it's, it's part of my mission right now to, to kind of build up the wrestling uh, category in our, on our site. Um, and, you know, for one, it's getting it populated with, with cards right now. Um, we'll do a better job of, of manipulating the, the page, you know, in the, in the, in the bars, so you can find wrestling real easily. Cause right now you got to click on other sports, other sports. I saw that they're in there. They're just mixed in there. So we, we just, we put the page up just to get the cards in that we had. Um, but we're going to build out more of a better looking marketplace, kind of like what we have for the other sports, but do that within the, the, uh, the other pages. So it's happening. It'll get there. So that- what are some things that people could send into you right now? Wrestling wise. Um, so we'll take, we'll take uh, graded, vintage rookies or ones that are considered rookies uh but we'll take stickers we'll take um we'll take other stuff that's not quite a sticker but not quite a card um you know who's, who's determining from you guys as perspective who's determining what's a rookie card then qualify uh, if i send I, you something going well i think this is my i think this is a rookie yeah, card but they're 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 walking in and asking me and i'm like okay. yeah that yeah i could be a rookie just um, check the uh just check the wtc website and whatever yeah. one is the first one that pops yeah. up yeah the i think i heard you guys saying one uh on a podcast like some people think one you know like the 85 tops is a rookie versus like the 82 is a rookie too like we'll just take them. Like it's, you know, we're not going to take like some, you know, 2013 Allen and Ginter card, but yeah. we'll take the ones that for vintage vintage, we're only taking graded. Um, Cause we don't want to deal with like people sending fake cards and stuff like that. So, sure. um, you know, at least if they've gone through one of the grading companies, we know that there's some level of verification there. Um, and yeah. And then the new stuff, whatever comes out, whatever's got the rookie card logo on it, especially anything right. from 2020, 21 or whatever, if there's some earlier years that have the rookie card logo on it, um, then that's an obvious take. And then the in-betweeners, it's kind of like, we'll take the rock and stone cold, the trivia uh, card. We'll, you know, if there's a, you know, the bumblebee card or whatever, like we'll take that too. You know, what you, you take a, like a 98 superstars rock. Some like that's, to consider uh, that a rookie too. 
Yeah, like if that's considered rookie, then we take it. Okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, it's just like we're not. We just don't want to. We just don't want to take like the, you know, the newer stuff that's just random cards that are in sets and stuff like that at the moment. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the modern stuff too, with having the rookie card logo on it, I think is going to be a lot easier yeah. to determine. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people, I don't, I know when you guys first started, a lot of people were sending in just, you know, they'd open a box and then they just send in all their 10 cent, 15 cent cards, yeah. which I think is good because there's clearly a market for that. I mean, I personally buy a lot of that stuff, uh, Buffalo Bills team collector. So I'm constantly buying that yeah. low end, you know, stuff that nobody's yeah. wanting because I want to get that stuff all day. It's Buffalo yeah. Bill. Yeah. It's Buffalo Bills. Isn't it considered all low end? Uh, <laughs> I uh, had to do it. Had to do uh, it. It has it has been for years, yeah, but so. turning it around. <laughs> uh, but I think a lot of the modern stuff, you could see some opportunity there because you're going to have a lot of these wrestlers that just kind of flounder on the rosters. Yeah. And then either all of a sudden they get called up to Raw or SmackDown and they're in a main event or they get released by WWE and they show up on AEW or another promotion or on another TV show or a movie or something like that. So always opportunity there. Uh, Tony, do you got anything else as far as like just general star stock questions with wrestling? No, I, I, I like that starting out. It's like, it's good that you can do all the raw stuff from, from uh, the current top stuff. I mean, they started putting that rookie logo on things like in 2015 mm-hmm. or 16 or something like that. Yeah. We, so yeah, we'll take that. Um, and I've got a bunch sitting behind me. I mean, but that's raw stuff, right? You take all that stuff that's raw. We'll take raw and graded for any, any of the new stuff that makes sense with the, that's got logos on it. That we okay. And did, uh, on your guys's end, do you determine conditions? Yeah, so we um, we have a grading system. Uh, well, it's actually, I lied. It's a light scoring system. It's not technically a grading system. Um, we just call it gradings. We're used to it, but uh, it's like a light scoring system. So what, what we try to do is um, we we score cards on a condition of A, B, and C. Um, and it's just based on condition, right? So um, we're not going too much in the weeds here. Like if, if you pull the card out of the pack, it's in really, it's in like, excellent uh not like mint condition gem mint condition type shape like it's an a um if it's got a, a little couple of dinghies on it and a corner or a print line or something we knock it to a b and then if it just looks like you stepped on it or you just ate burritos for lunch and didn't wash your hands and you're playing <laughs> cards and sleeves then you get a c <laughs> um, and so you you listed as such on your site as a buyer yep. i go on there and i say i buy something that you claim is would be an a I just said, you know what? I want this for my PC. It's coming yeah. into my collection. I receive it. Uh, and I go, wait, this is no, there's no F in a way. This is an A. How did you get, do you handle the discrepancies yeah. on your end then? Yeah. So, so basically what happens is when, when a seller sends their cards in, um, we, we have, so we have, we have scoring, we have scores on site. So, um, and these guys have been well-trained. Um, I created the system um, just through my own experience um and uh and i've been grading cards for years and um uh you know i got a really keen eye on being able to you know i guess like any any graders get a really good eye right <laughs> um but um you know we created this we went through a lot of trial and error in the beginning uh we think we found a really good formula on it and so the seller sends the card in and we we open up the box and we carefully go through it and you know we look at the card for a few seconds on the front we look at it on the back we look on we have it under a light and, you know, we're looking for, um, we're looking for specific things. We're looking for, you know, on paper cards, we're looking for, for white corners and edges. Um, uh, you know, we're looking for print lines, we're looking for dimples. 
Um, and because when we see that stuff, we think that if you were to take that card and send it to PSA, for example, like, there's no way you're getting a 10, right? So then the question really is, are you getting like an eight, <laughs> you know, or, or, or a nine, right? And, and so when, it, when, you hit, when you're hitting that borderline from like eight to nine, you're starting to move into the B category. And it just depends. Like if it's got like trying to like without going through the whole rubric that we have, it's on the site. But, um, you know, if it's got like a big ass dimple in the middle of a card, and like a print line running across the side of it, like it's just a bit, it's a B all day. It's got yeah. two big discrepancies on there. If you, I feel like you send that card to PSA, it's like an automatic eight, right? Uh, some people might disagree on some of that stuff, but um, you know, if you, if you open up a pack of cards and you're looking through them all and they're like, you know, they're off, they're obviously off center and they have print lines on them or they have this or have that, you put those cards to the side and you don't send them to PSA typically, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's like, we feel like those cards are Bs. Um, you know, if you're not gonna send it to PSA to get a nine or to, you know, to get a 10, and but you know, maybe there's something on there and you get a nine, like that to us is an A. Um, and we're not, we're not pandering the PSA per se, but we're kind of using that standard as a guide as we're looking through cards. And so what we're doing is looking for, we're looking for multiple discrepancies on a card. And then we're looking to see how uh, how severe are those discrepancies on there? So how, how, many, how many submissions a week or per month are you getting? Can you handle a volume of people sending me like, if I send you a 5,000 count box full of stuff yeah. and saying, yeah. I want all this stuff added to your sites. So like that, there's all my raw rookie cards of, it had the rookie logo on them for, yeah. uh, for wrestling. You know, yeah. how quickly do you get them that put into the system? Um, right now, I mean, we could, like we have the capacity to do like 100,000 cards a week. Um, we, um, we, I can also say that your times have been pretty accurate on that. Like this isn't a PSA situation where you guys take my cards and then I don't see them for a year. I, <laughs> like, you know, I think yeah. the longest I had to wait was like maybe the end of 2020 when you guys just got bogged down with stuff. So and we got, I, yeah. yeah, we got destroyed, uh, the end of like when basketball season started right around Christmas, all the way through the end of March, we were just like. We got killed. And in that time, I think we hired um, about 20 to 25 people, give or take, um, in that time span. And they were all graders and inputters. So what happens is the cards come in, uh, they get broken open, organized, uh, and cleaned up in boxes or whatever. And then um, it goes off to the, the grader guy. And then once that's done, it goes to a guy who inputs the cards into the system for us, which they go right into your account at that point. Um, and we had, I mean, no lie, you know, if you had, if you could picture like a, you know, a, a thousand square foot room of just boxes to the ceiling, just from whatever we got from the post office within those couple of days. And so like, it took time to like, same, like same thing PSA is going through, it took time to train people up um, and have them getting really good at it and whatnot. Um, but, you know, we, we got through it. My goal for um, for 2000, uh, for Q2 in 2021 was to kill all of our backlogs by the end of June. Um, and we did it. Um, so now if you, if you send in graded cards, as soon as we pick it up from the post office, it's in your account within a day or two. Uh, we say one week, but it's like a day or two. Uh, we're getting raw cards in within a week. Um, even within a couple of days right now. Um, if you want to ship raw cards out, uh, we're getting that done in a week and a half to two weeks. 
uh, it was six weeks, maybe three weeks ago. <laughs> um, and we just like, we just killed that off. And then if you're shipping out graded cards, that's out in within a couple of days also. Oh, I'm, um, put, so, I'm starting to put together all my cards right now. I'm, I'm yeah. loving this. I'm loving this whole concept. <laughs> you got them sold on it. I, yeah, I'm I loving mean, this concept. We have yeah, like right now. If you send us a shit ton of raw wrestling cards, like you're the only one with them on the site right now. So, oh, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I got them, a bunch like, behind me right now. I'm sending them in. You're selling them. <laughs> yeah. So as long um, as the guys, as long as they're, as long as the, the guys are active, um, we'll take them. But if there's some mixed in there, we'll probably just put them up anyway. <laughs> so. Another thing that I want to touch on, Tony, uh, you've eventually come around to the idea of, you know, you you kind of stopped your collection because WTC was your collection. WTC you know, they're is, on yeah. the right, and then we've seen you also get into the Slam app. Yep. So you you know you you understand the digital aspect, and I think that's another thing that Starstock does is you can have your collection right there, you can view it, but you can also sell it. Uh, if you, you all of a sudden decide, you know what, maybe I should not have sent that card in. I wanted to keep it. You can have it sent back to you. Yeah. There's just so many different avenues to look at it. And another one I want to touch on is box breaks. I think this is going to be huge. <laughs> we just I, launched breaking. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, that's going to be huge for wrestling fans because I don't know yeah. how many times I've talked to people that they want some of these cards, but the, they can't find them or the prices are ridiculous. So this yeah. is going to be their opportunity. So if you want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so we just launched uh, Starsock Breaks um, about a week ago, so right before uh, New Year's. Um, so every day we've we've had breaks from like um, I think they kick off around seven o'clock at night till nine or or ten or give or take. Uh, it's our first week or so. Um, every night we've pretty much filled most of the most of the breaks that we've had. Um, uh, it's been really good. Feedback's been great so far. Uh, we're still building it. You know, we got um, shout out to Eddie doing the breaks on the, on the video there. If you guys seen it, um, you know, he's learning as we go too. Um, so but how yeah, does that like, work? A box break, same concept as the cards. I just sent yeah, them to you. So yeah, yeah well actually, yeah. So, yeah, so I was, I was just rambling there. So what happens is um, we will pick out whatever boxes we're going to break. Um, we'll offer a spot. So we built a whole platform for you. So you go in, you pick your spot uh, depends on the, um, you know, however we set up the break, it's different for every kind of box, right? Like sure. you're doing packs or teams or whatever. Um, and so you buy your spot, whatever, and we got the box. So once the break starts, break goes. Um, and what we'll do is we'll actually, uh, we'll, we'll take your cards and put them up on the site that night or the next day. So or within a day or so. Um, and so you, if, if you're pet, you open up your packs, you get whatever raw rookie cards that we accept on the site. They go right into the site for you. And then the rest would ship you home. And so it's automatic basically. Um, and so what happened is once the break is done, um, it, all the cards that are up for the, that will go on the site, they go to the grader, grader gives them the A, B or C, um, sends it off to the importer, a guy puts them in and poop, they're up in your site. Um, they're up in your, in your account and that's it. I'm loving that too, man. God, I've got I've got some boxes of uh, right behind me. So I, just, I, mean, I got so much crap. Yeah. This is so cool. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So yeah, bear with us there. Like it's it's just uh, we've launched in just a week. Um, we're working on uh, you know getting better audio and video. Um, we're 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 we still got more stuff to build into the site. Um, you know, love to figure out some kind of a, a box. We could have you guys come on and like we have it where you can you could actually host the break. So we could have. We could have our guy Eddie kind of doing the break physically, 
and then you guys can have a screen and you're just like doing a commentary as the cards come out like that'd be pretty cool if we can do something like that that'd be awesome yep. um we got we would be the uh, jerry the king lawler and the yeah. jr to the wrestling <laughs> card break yeah yeah so we could you know we can get some kind of a good box and kick it off one day and uh um you know if you if you guys got some ideas on the right kind of box to get i don't so think are you guys taking sealed wax of wrestling also like you do sports 100 percent. yep and we'll take vintage sealed wax too if, if you got it so um oh i don't have a promo oh, yeah. code yeah i'm like i'm like signing up right now as we're talking i'm signing <laughs> up so. i can't even think of a good promo code i would just gave you one <laughs> Let's see if I could figure one out yeah uh, yeah if everybody listening if uh I guess if we can find some promo codes, we'll give them to you, get some people signed up. Um, one thing, like, this is one thing just kind of in closing that I thought was really promising on the wrestling front. When I click on the, the little extra tab or I type in WWF or WWE, the first mm -hmm. thing I see is an 85 Tops Hogan. <clears throat> so I'm like, yeah. okay, these guys get it. Like, you, you've got one, <laughs> what, I've got a hot take. Yeah. I think that card is eventually going to be not on the value perspective, but uh, yeah. as like the level of the 86 Fleur Jordan. I think that Hogan's going to be it. I know. I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, I know the 82 All Stars is the big one. I understand it, but just from a liquidity standpoint, and yeah. the one that everybody wants, it's the Luca PSA 10. It's the 86 Clear Jordan, 85 Tops Hogan is it. And to see that right front and center in a PSA slab on your site this is the yeah. first thing, first wrestling card I saw. I was like, yep, oh, that's it. These guys know what they're doing. Yeah, I think we have. Um, I got to figure out how to manipulate the site there a little bit, but. Um, I guess so we put up, but we have a rock trivia card. We have a stone cold one on there. Um, and a couple other ones. So like I'll to figure out how to get those on there. So you see them when you, when you first pop in, but do you guys have any, any other feedback or anything from playing around on the site, Zan, or anything? I've had nothing but just great experience. Um, I really, I mean, there's probably things here and there that, you know, like minor things that I even just kind of look over that I don't even pay attention to because I, I don't have a problem navigating to certain things. Like you mentioned getting to the wrestling section is maybe not as uh, user. Yeah. Like it's they a, show it's, up when, it's a two click, click vintage. It's a two yeah, click. They, and see, I don't even do that vintage or in other sports. And I don't even so. do that. I just type in WWE or WWF and it brings yeah, up yeah. every, it brings them all up. Same thing. Like if I'm looking for just Buffalo bills, I just type it in and it just yeah. automatically filters out everything for you. So it's a piece will of a, cake. Will a site just be strictly for WWF or can I add NWA stuff in there or WCW? Yeah, stuff? totally. We'll take, okay. all, we'll take oh. all the wrestling. So like the best, the best way to use a site is like, think of the guy you want to invest in. And when you go on that main marketplace page, just type that name in. So if you want to type in, Bret Hart, like you type that in and all Bret Hart cards should show up for you right there in a filter. And then there's a filter you can kind of filter through. So that's the way to look at it. And then you'll see in the Bret Hart little box, there's whatever we have as far as PSA 10s, 9s, 8s, and then star stock A, Bs, and Cs. And you just click through them and you can open up the page and it brings you to a Bret Hart page. Um, and then you can go up and down. You can see the charts on the cards as they, as they, they trade and whatnot. Um, and get it, you know, get some data there. Um, obviously, we don't have a lot of data on wrestling cards because we we just launched it, but um, you know, we'll get there. We'll get there soon. Tony, you got anything else before we kind of close out? No, I just uh, I'm signing up right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you got any yeah. hot takes on wrestling cards and star stock uh, and the uh, correlation of the two before we get out of here? Uh, no, I get, uh, I think the main th the number one is like 
don't sleep on Hulk Hogan cards. Like the guy's a goat, right? Like you said, like he's up there with, with the others. You know, you can make an argument that during the 80s, Hulk Hogan was bigger than Michael Jordan. You could make an argument. <laughs> um, so that's that's kind of where I'm at. Like, you know, you got a you got the the um, documentary coming out, officially a movie, right? So yep. Yep. there's there's upside there still with Hulk and uh, yeah, I, it, I, I think we'll see a national. spike in his we'll see a spike in his I think with the national too. He's gonna get uh, the national signing, so we'll see some a spike in his car. I think you know with the Chris yeah. Hemsworth uh, buy up. So yep. Well, Mike, oh, yeah. uh, thanks thanks for coming on and thanks for giving us a platform to do card stock market because that's what tony's been wanting forever uh, and I, i'm i'm signed up already awesome. i just signed up so i'm on we got a lot of good stuff coming up over the next six to 12 months so uh you know don't don't make sure you guys stick around so it's gonna be yeah good. and thanks again for just you know putting wrestling cards on your platform because as i said we've been the lowest rung on the ladder for the longest time <laughs> and i'm sick of it not start, anymore. <laughs> yep, not anymore. We're gonna we're gonna get Hogan up there as in, you're gonna see the top ticker. You're gonna see Jordan, LeBron, you. Luca, and then you're gonna see Hogan. Yeah, yeah. I'm working happen. on I'm working on Vanilla Ice and GI Joe next. So hey, I'm all <laughs> for that too. I've seen someone there. <laughs> yes, I'm all for it. Uh, Mike, let everybody know if you want to plug social platforms or anything else on Starstock. Um, we're just we actually finally acquired um, at Starstock on Instagram. Um, so we're no longer Starstock Market. We're a Starstock on there. Uh, same thing. Uh, I think we're Starstock Market on Twitter, um, Starstock.com. Um, that's it. My my Instagram is Junk Wax Era. Anybody's interested in that and connecting with me there, um, or just send me an email, Mike at Starstock.com. If anybody's got any feedback or thoughts or questions or anything, happy to jump in and have a conversation. So well, appreciate we you guys having me on here. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for, like I said, just giving some recognition to wrestling cards. And I'm glad that some of our content helped get you back into wrestling. That's like, awesome. That's, yeah, yeah, that's it's Make awesome sure to hear that. Quit. So, uh, no quitting here. <laughs> yeah. I'm so I'm so hard headed that I want this thing to become so big that I'm just like not going to stop. I'm just yeah. going to freight train it through. <laughs> no, keep it going. I got an hour and a half of car. I need it. So there you go, Tony. We can't quit. There. I can't quit. Yeah, <laughs> can't quit. Damn it. All right, man. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the show. Check out Starstock and send them all your wrestling cards and watch out for those box breaks because hopefully we can get involved and it's going to be a great opportunity to be able to open some packs and get some cards you want if you can't find those boxes. Thanks for listening. Until next time, see you guys. We're out. <laughs>